someone from Pexitani, Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. who decided to. Pexitani. Pexitani. Did I say Tony? Tani? Punks. Punks. Huh. Not punks. It's not a hockey puck, it's a punk. Like those little kids in your youth group, they're punks. Um, it's got an X in it. Punks. Oh, punks, yeah. Um, P what? P U N X. Punks. Yeah. Um, this is a lot. This is this is really broadcast entertainment. You're right? welcome, everyone. I think Thanks for joining us. Cultivating Ministry Podcast, strategies, resources, and conversations equipping leaders to cultivate healthy ministry environments. My name is Chris Lynch, host of the podcast, and we are excited to have you uh, along the on the ride here of what we hope will be a, uh, a great episode. I'm joined tonight by Laura McLean and Kay Wolfinger. Hello, ladies. Hello. Hello. Are y'all doing well? <laughs> yes, indeed. How about you, Chris? Well, you know, I'm all right. I'm a little tired. Um, but such is life. It's that season. January into February is just a blur. Like yeah. January is now over and mm-hmm. I'm not sure I realized it was even here. Right. Um, and it's like, what? And where did, where, where did January go? Yeah. I feel like we lost like two weeks of January too to Snowmageddon. Well, you and did. so that didn't help either. And you, and I realized last week that um that my license tag was expired well it was up in january so you know well turns out it's february now and my driver's license but they had mailed me this letter in like december that of course that was two months away i didn't need to do anything about it then yeah Mm. and it's but it gave me all these options about doing it online so i was like oh i'll just hop online i'll mail it hop online right after christmas and then yes but now then, all of a sudden, Punks and Tony feels uh-huh. out looking for a shadow somewhere. Yep. Real which, cute. Then it says, oh, no, you can't do that online. You've actually got to go in. Which, by the way, do you guys have any? I don't, I don't, I've never researched the history, but what the heck? Who decided this was a good idea to pull a groundhog out of the gate, yeah. to the ground, <laughs> and say, if you see your shadow, we're going to have spring or not have spring or. Okay, y'all have some great insight here. I'm sure. I feel like you would be the person to ask this question to. Me? Yeah. Why me? Google Queen. I don't know. My son was telling me something, and now I don't remember all the details. Something about it. Now I'm going to make. Now I feel like I'm making this up. (laughs) Or maybe he was making it up. It was a combination of the two. (laughs) That. It was like a German tradition, but that doesn't sound right. No, I bet. I bet because like Pennsylvania, there's a lot of German in Pennsylvania. That's what I was going to say. It's probably someone from Pexitani, Pennsylvania, Mm -hmm. who decided. Pexitani. Did I say Tony? Tani? Punks. Punks, Uh not punks. It's not a hockey puck. It's a punk. Like those little kids in your youth group, they're punks. Um, got an X in it. Punks. Oh, punks. Yeah. Um, N-X. N-X. P- what? P-U-N-X. Punks. Yeah. Um, this is a lot. 
This is this is riveting broadcast entertainment. You're right? welcome, everyone. Thanks it's... for joining us. I hope this isn't your first time. It also <laughs> is. If it is, please give us another chance. Please, for the love of all things holy. I think it's the people who decided to do this to try and drum up, you know, business in their town. Because there's actually, my sister just went through there and they actually have little groundhogs, like every little business and they're dressed up for that business. Like the florist, the, the groundhog had flowers on it and Mm -hmm. the dentist had a little toothbrush. Yeah. That's I'm I'm currently in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina for a retreat. And Laura is not far from uh, what we call the 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 Myrtle Beach of Tennessee. That's and right, the Myrtle Beach of the Mountains. Yeah, like the Myrtle Beach of the Mountains. And I am <laughs> all I can picture is punks of Tawny with like airbrushes stations yes. and, and funnel cakes and yeah. And Seriously, I think the Ripley's Believe It or Not Aquarium and, <laughs> and museum and there's got to be a moon, there's got to be a putt putt in a moonshine place somewhere. Absolutely, there, you know. <laughs> I did see a meme the other day that said, I feel like we're really missing out on the opportunity to just ra- grab random animals out of their homes and make them predict random things. Yeah. Well, I mean, why? Seriously. It, it, uh, anyway. Like, hey, this okay. giraffe ate this leaf. So that means the Uh-oh, Chiefs Kay are going to win Kay this. Has, while we've been talking, Kay has been Googling. I can tell. I you. have been. You just said, okay. Um, and I can tell that was the Google okay. Got it. It comes from the Indian name for the location and it's. The pronunciation is P O N K S A D. So, so Tenny, the T E N. Anyway, which means the town of the sand flies. Ew. No, thank you. No wonder they wanted to change it up. I know. When the Germans came to America in the 1700s and settled in Pennsylvania, they brought their tradition of Candlemas and introduce the tradition huh? of an animal seeing its shadow. So it is a. So the animal seeing its shadow is German, but the people in the great pa- the great people of Punks and Punks Punk the Tawny, Tawny, Tawny. I don't know. Did they have an overabundance of groundhogs, and that's why they decided to? I don't know. What's the life expectancy of a groundhog? Okay, it's be long. Is okay. Tony, is I don't like, think we care. Is this is this like a lineage thing, kind of like Uga at University of Georgia? Yeah, Smokey too. Here, yeah. right? Why are we talking about? We we've, we've talked for ten minutes. Right? Yep. Yeah, no, we're it's done. Okay, moving on. All right. Yeah. Well, thank you for that enlightening is, moment. I well, you know, <laughs> I I thought that was actually you know, it was I, it was a burning question in my in my soul that needed to be answered. Well, I'm sure there's others, right? I'm not sure we answered it well, but we answered it one way for sure. I know. So, um, this week we decided that um, in lieu of having a, a kind of a, a topic we were going to uh, jump into, which maybe that's why we got off on Punxsutawney Phil for 10 minutes, um, was just kind of share, I think Laura was, had mentioned to us that uh, she has listened, been listening to a radio show. They, they did this little segment about, you know, tell me something good. And I can hear that song singing. Yep. Once you sent it. Yep. And so we just and thought we kind of just, we thought we'd just kind of spend a day catching up um, <laughs> and, and, and sharing kind of what's, what, what are we, where, what's going well? What's, what, what's something good that's happening in our lives? Where have we seen God at work this in, in the, in the, 
in the new year, I guess, in the last month, as we mentioned, January is gone. She gone. And uh, we're here we are in February and worried about groundhogs and Valentines and <laughs> all that stuff. So and no more snow. And no more Mardi Gras. Yeah. yeah, it's almost Lent, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Hey, are, is there no more snow in Ohio already? Or you're hoping? Hoping for. We do have snow in the forecast in the next 10 days, but okay. it'll be in the 50s between now and then. So It's going to be 65 okay. here this weekend. So it's really nuts down here. So Yeah. So who wants to go first? Tell me something good. Tell me what what's going on let's let's just see what this, this is going to be one of those winding roads we don't really know where it's going to go we're going to see we're going to we're going to chase this train down the track baby somebody go choo first. Choo. <laughs> what you say? Choo, choo. well so yesterday i'm a part of our conferences if you're a united methodist um every conference has a board of ordained ministry um which our last bishop asked me to serve on um, because I work with young people and possibly, you know, and some of them are discerning a call to ministry and that kind of thing. And it has been helpful for me because I've learned a lot about, because I'm a lay person, I've learned a lot about um, the track to ordination. It has further confirmed my call to lay ministry. But, um, but yesterday we were doing, interviews for folks who are entering the ministry or who were interested in entering the ministry. And so I interviewed three different people and they were all three just so fantastic and wonderful and excited and passionate. Um, One of them was like straight through college, straight through seminary, which I feel like is not happening a lot anymore. One was like in his early 30s. And then, well, and I guess the the lady was also in her early 30s anyway, but it was so exciting to hear about their varied ministries and how it was that God brought them to this place that they are now. And, um, and if you're a United Methodist, you know that things have been weird, <laughs> to say the least, <laughs> um, the past few years. That was the nicest way I could say that. And so... Um, it is encouraging one way to, to describe it. Yeah, it is encouraging. So encouraging to me that there are still faithful, passionate um, people who are called to ministry and are willing to take to answer that call in the United Methodist Church. So, Absolutely. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. So that was it was a really good day. Sometimes those days are difficult because, you know, like. Who are we to say that somebody's not called to ministry? Yeah, sure. You know, but also we have a responsibility to our churches to make sure that sure. that the folks who are there are doing what they're supposed to and know what they should and that kind of thing. So, um, but yesterday, man, it was a good one. So that's awesome. That's good stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, the, it's really interesting you say that because the one thing that the, I've got a couple of things and I don't think I'm, I may have mentioned this last time on, on the podcast. I don't remember. It's been a week. I feel like it's been a week and a half. So if I did, forgive me, but it is something really good. It's just stuck in my head. Um, But we, we do. A, it, obviously, it's not connected to the Board of Ordinary Ministry at all. But at our large winter event, um, we offer young people a chance to respond to a call to ministry obviously 
you know, by responding to that call, you're not committing to doing anything. You're not committing to, mm-hmm. you know, entering a process, but just that if you feel like maybe God's, you know, there's any inkling that you may feel like God is going to, is, is working in you along those lines that you respond to that, that call to ministry that we try to get you connected with people and resources and, and events that will help foster that call. And um, our speaker uh, was, um, was, was doing that call to ministry. And we had a, we had a, we had a good response. I don't, you know, I didn't count numbers. I'm not into bean counting much. Plus, I can't count that fast anyway. So yeah, or high <laughs> when people are moving. Oh, yeah. that's I can count really high. Okay, I just don't count fast. At least eleven. At least all right. <laughs> he has an. I get it. I have, I have fingers and toes. I can at least get to twenty. <laughs> anyway, twenty-one beyond is you know maybe a stretch. We'll see. I have to really double down hard, which is why it's slow. Anyway, regardless, um, we had a good response. And so it was on Sunday morning, and so uh, our bishop was there on Sunday morning. He had presided over communion already, and then he was waiting. We, we had asked him to pray over those students who responded to that call. And so I was standing uh, stage on the side stage watching, and, and uh, there was a pastor friend of mine who was on our design team was standing to my right, and then to her right was Bishop Holston. And when Reggie, our speaker, got done, uh with the call piece, he was calling out Bishop Holston to pray over them. And, and he turned to him and he said, Bishop Holston, I present to you future leaders and pastors in your church. Mm. And Shauna and I, who, who Shauna is a pastor who actually heard her call to ministry at revolution when she was in seventh or eighth grade. And is now a pastor in our conference. And when he, when he said that and looked at Bishop Holston, he walks off and Bishop Holston walks on. As he said that Shauna and I both at the same time went, Whoa, and we both had tears in our eyes. Yeah. I think it was just one of those moments for me that it was just in the midst of all the, what's the word you use, Laura? The weird stuff that's happened. This yeah. Weird. The weird stuff in our denomination. It was a moment of hope that, that, and I think this, regardless of the United Methodist denomination or in the church in general or, or wherever you are, is that even in the midst of all of our flawed, systems and structures and because they're all flawed on some levels Mm -hmm. absolutely it doesn't matter they're man-made right Mm -hmm. in the midst of all those flaws that that god is still god and and that he's still preparing his church for great things i just took a whole lot of hope and i'll be honest for me it was a a point in time where i i i I wouldn't say i'm hopeless but it was just like it was a boost of it was a boost boost of like hope Jail in my in my yeah in my jail in my hope system. So that was cool for me, um, and we're looking forward to seeing what we can do um, with that moving forward. So that, that was pretty awesome. Good stuff. It it it, it, I, it makes me just think, you know, I, I guess the the question in me that begs to be asked is, you know, what is it? What? Why is it so difficult and so often when to to when when things in our in our churches are not great that we just I feel like we tend to get really quickly negative and quickly the it quickly turns into the 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 Titanic is sinking. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm wrong there. Maybe it's just my perception. Am I wrong there? But 
wonder why that is. Any, any thoughts there? Is that a weird question? Or is that a question that can't be answered? I mean, it's a question that can't be answered. I think that it, um, it's I equivalent to sinking, right? And so you're fighting to to keep your head above the water. Um, and in the midst of that, you lose sight of the bigger picture, mm -hmm. I think. And so then it is only what's in front of you that becomes your perspective. And, that, and I think that's where the negativity comes from. Yeah. Well, go ahead, Laura. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree. I think it's the distraction factor that, um, you know, our focus, like you said, is on what's in front of us or what's bad. Well, and like how often when you get together, is it the grumble, grumble, grumble that comes up and not the, the good news, the mm -hmm. right spots, you know? And so so I don't know um, how to change. I mean, I get sucked right into that too. But like in those times, I mean, there's obviously everybody needs an opportunity to vent and get things out and that kind of stuff. But how do we change that culture so that instead of looking at, at what's bad, we celebrate what's good? Which is part of the reason we even had this conversation tonight. And I want to be mm -hmm. careful not to get into the or yeah. the trap we're talking about not falling into and getting on the negative road. But I, I and I and I guess that maybe that's okay. You, you made me think <laughs> if part of me is like, okay, if it if if what needs to happen in those situations is we get back to the things that are most important, then why is it so hard? You would think if those it's like this. If if like one of the most important things to me in my in my world is my family, you know. And if I get off kilter and and begin to not be as present for my family or whatever it is, I mean, if one of my kids says something, my wife says something, it's nothing but a reality, and I can just quickly get focused back on that, being how important that is. Mm -hmm. But somehow, I guess with the with faith and our church, or our church is sometimes it that that seems to be. There's a different, I don't know, you know, it, it should, it should be easy. I think, I don't know why it's not, right. it's, it's, I don't know. And it bothers me. So, but I'm not going to let it bother me today. Doggone it. Cause I'm good enough. I'm smart enough and doggone it. People like me. <laughs> Shout out Stuart Smalley circa 1987 on Saturday Night Live. That's right. <laughs> Absolutely. What else? Any, any, th any other thoughts there or any other thoughts about what, what, what's tell me something good. What else is good? So I'll share personal. Um, I have shared on here before. I'm an, a parent of two adult children. And um, January, January was filled with a lot of celebrations in that process. And I'm here to tell you that um, parenting adults is not easy. Uh, young adults is not easy. I thought, oh, if I can just get through, you know, we just get them through teenage years. It's like cakewalking. <laughs> Uh, Crystal, tell you as well. It's not, and uh, I'm gonna put my fingers in my ears for this part. I know. Well, no, just <laughs> be prepared. Yeah, Laura's not even a teenage. Laura's not even yeah. a teenage years yet. I uh, she. Is, I know. Just, just brace. I just think brace yourself. <laughs> um. So, um, yeah, we just both kids are on really good, in really good places, and and it's 
I mean, with their careers, um, our son is moving and has bought a house. Um, oh, that's so exciting. I know. And moving to warmer places so we can go visit. Hey, that's, um, that's a sign of development. It says you've raised kids that are smarter than you. <laughs> well, who are making as much as I am. Yeah. I, how is that? That's not fair. And, um, but also in their faith, you know, I, mm -hmm. um, I forget who I was talking to. And I said, you know, I think we don't realize growing up, but we, when they were growing up, we made family dinners a priority and of course their faith. And, and that's where they both have come back to and they found their own way. Um, and, so I'm, I mean, I have to thank God for that. And, um, and yeah, that's, I hope that, you know, that just continues. That takes a whole, whole lot of prayer and, um, and it's difficult, but anyway, for now, for this month, that's right. <laughs> it's all, it's good. And God, and I see God working in their lives. Um, and there's nothing better as a parent. Yeah, you know. it's funny. I've, I've 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 often said that or I've told parents of as, as they're they're in the stages that Laura's in that that uh that parenting doesn't get easier; it just gets different. You know, mm. it's, it's, it is it's it, very different. It's 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 hard. You know, it's hard at all levels. I mean, I remember those days, Laura, where you are in. Oh, and I can remember those days like you had a few weeks ago where you had the kids in the house for a week and a half. I thought you want to pull your <laughs> hair out. Yeah. Yep. You know, but and you thought if I could just get through this and they're teenagers and they get teenagers like, oh, this is no fun either. Yeah. They just be adults. And then it's just it was just different. And so um, but yeah, it's and it's and you're right, Kay. It's it is funny how it does shift from the one thing I think that is I don't know about to say it's better than any other age level or age age. Yeah, there's not one that's stage. better than the other, but 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 it's it's really cool because as they're adults, you become much you become a good bit more of a spectator. Mm -hmm. You know, but it's really when when there are good things that happen in their lives, it's 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 it, it hits different as the as the kids say these days. Yeah, yeah. They used to you say, being so cool and with they them. may not say that anymore. I'm so yeah. old that I I could be remembering back when it was, actually was popular. Now it's not, but it does. It hits different, and it's it's just like yeah. that's cool. So, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah. What else we need to talk about? What else is going on? The what else? What else we need to talk about? What else is good? I, I am. I am just hopeful. I really am. I, mm -hmm. I, I, have, I am too. I, I, it's been a hopeful time for me. Um, the the other thing that that happened and and it was I was appreciative of Reggie again. Um, at one point, there was a moment in our event, and my wife was actually backstage. She was. She's. She runs. She's my hospitality queen. And so mm -hmm. she makes all the hospitality things happen. And so I think she was actually back there waiting on a meal to be delivered. And so she was standing there and, and there was this moment of prayer at the front. We were just kind of standing stage, right. Just kind of leaning against the speaker box or something, taking it in. And Reggie walked up behind us and said, this is why y'all do this. It's mm -hmm. almost like this. And he prayed over us and it was like, geez, man, that was powerful. Um, so I don't know, maybe you're just out there listening to this and need to hear that, that there's hope, you know, maybe you're, I, I, I had, 
I'll tell you another one too. We were uh, another good thing happened this weekend. We had a uh, our bishop in South Carolina travels to each district every year and does a bit. Uh, we call it the Bishop's Day in the district, and so it was the Bishop's Day in Rock Hill District. And um, he showed a, a video at the end about listening to the voice, and it was actually a guy who the, the, I don't want to tell the whole story, but I think it's a uh, uh, John Maxwell or Max Lucado, one of those Max connections. Mm-hmm. I remember what it was, <laughs> but. And he he told the story about how he was in a, on a plane and the plane pa- the pilot passed that passed that pilot passed out, and so they're There's having a time to, twister. Yeah, yeah, the pilot passed out, <laughs> and they had to end up having to get on the headsets and somebody guide them in. They kept telling them, "Listen to the voice, listen to the voice." Anyway, mm-hmm. all this, but we got done and wrapped up, and I was cleaning up, and a, and a pastor who's a really experienced pastor in. Our our um, our conference uh, comes up and we were talking and and he's asked a couple questions and all this and then he said, oh he won't say can I get that video sent to me I'm like yeah I'm gonna probably send it out next week to everybody who's here and um, and he he looked at me and you could tell I had seen him over on the side praying with Bishop Holston I didn't think anything of it yes you know two pastor and bishop that's not odd for them to be praying and so he looked at me he said you know I came here today on the way here today. If you had asked me on the way here today, I was planning to retire. Hmm. He said, but after today, I think I'm going to keep I'm going to keep going a little bit. Wow! It was just really cool. Where to, again, <laughs> it's just this idea that I, I feel like, golly, there's so much negativity, and this is not just in the church, but in the church yeah. too. Mm-hmm. But on our on our on our Michelle in the bed at night, we we're you know we were watching the news, and it was shooting after this and robbery and this, and she goes, "Can we just one night?" on the news have like only positive stories. And I'm like, yeah, it would be like a five minute newscast. She said, no, no, there's more positive things happening than that. And I just think, you know, it's, it's just this weird thing we are in, in our world where um, being positive and, and, and focusing on the good things that are happening are, are, are not things. That was another good thing that was really cool and, and pretty m- memorable for me to hear that pastor admit that, Hey, I was thinking I was done. Yeah, it, but he was energized after that time together. So that's cool. Very cool. Yep. Anything else y'all want to share? Well, I was going to say I would love to hear from our listeners. We'll post this up on social media. Would love for you to share something good that's going on. You know, um, we've shared. Kay shared about her family. We shared about church. Um, my oldest had a. Um, they called it a marketplace day and everybody had to make mm-hmm. something and mm-hmm. sell things and, you know, and that kind of thing. And he had the best time with that. And it was just, it's fun mm-hmm. to see that, you know, that um, to see them excited about different things and um, the way that God creates them to be just their own little people. And, yeah. um, <clears throat> and so that was really cool. And, so I know there are good things going on in everybody's lives yep. and they may not take the front page news, but would love to hear what those are. Yeah, for sure. Um, we, by the way, we did book our, I told you we booked our planes tickets to our planes. No. Light red flying private jets. We booked our plane <laughs> tickets to Japan. So we're actually officially going to Japan. Oh, you are. When? Uh, end of May. End of, I'm, we're squeezing it in for two weeks between end of school and annual conference. So, Oh wow! Yeah, school That's ends on on the twenty second. I think we leave on the twenty third. Come back. That's exciting. Six. The annual conference starts from the ninth. Yeah, we're excited. So I get to see my baby girls. That'll be good. All right. 
Time for our favorite time of the week, uh, the Baseball Hall. Oh, it's the, it's the random fact of the week, our favorite time of the week. Uh, yes. The, base, the Baseball Hall of Fame had a secret inductee. Okay. It's a secret. How do we know? Yeah, well, that's a good point. In 1988. It was a, it a well-kept secret. That's right. And there are these words on this little site. I don't really know. In 1988, <laughs> a surreptitious edition. I guess that means... It was secret. Why can't they say a secret edition instead of surreptitious? Sounds better. A yeah. surreptitious edition. Is that what that means, Kay? Surreptitious? That, Using context clues, I'm secret, guessing. Right? Surreptitious mm-hmm. edition to the, how many times did I say that word? Addition to the Baseball Hall of Fame was made without anyone knowing. Yeah. A bar owner visiting the hall slipped a photo of his father in a baseball cap wow. into one of the glass cases. This photo <laughs> remained in the hall for over six years before being discovered. That's amazing. <laughs> that is like, I love that. That is awesome. So that's... I love that kind of like prank. Oh, you know, 100%. like it doesn't like hurt anybody. You know, like, mm, it's not yeah. hurt anybody. Mm-hmm. That is hilarious. Have you seen mm-hmm. the people that did that at Cracker Barrel? Like Mm-mm. put their picture in, you know, how they the have picture frames. pictures oh, really around. Funny. Yeah. Like, I mean, love it. That's hilarious. Yeah. So I was going to ask the question, but that's, <laughs> I had not read that full thing, but I was like, if you could be secretly inducted into some hall of fame, what would it be? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. like, like I'd be like the gray goatee hall of fame. Cause my great, my got a gray goatee is pretty fantastic. <laughs> I think I'd, is there a Greg O.T. Hall the Barbecue fame? Hall of Fame. You would be. Yeah, yeah that'd be fantastic, too. Um, mm-hmm. it, would, it would have to be secret because I'm not that good. I mean, I'm pretty good, but there's a lot of people who can really do it well. well. At least they make a lot more money than I do doing it. So That's so funny. I love that. Yeah. Kay, you could be in the Google Hall of Fame. Yeah. Like, you're the Google queen. So you, For I'm this gonna... podcast, I am the Google queen. Yeah, I, I don't know why that is, but, you know, I need well, more information. We set, we I would set. probably be in the um, Conspiracy Theory Hall of Fame. Or... Ooh, that's oh, good. Goodness. Caroline I, would be in that one, too. I thought about y'all last yes. night. This is the honest goodness truth. We were at Trivia with some friends here around the beach before this event. And the question was, what's the largest airport in the United States by <laughs> by size of the airport? Not like the number of people, but like physical yeah. size. Mm-hmm. And the options were New York. Or what state is the airport that is the largest size? Mm-hmm. size? And it was Colorado, New York, Georgia, and California. And it was, and, and I did it's not know Denver, this, by the way. It is Denver. It's the Denver airport. Yes. It is in Colorado. But then I remembered us going to Denver, and ca- y'all had me scared to death about all these conspiracy theories about the yeah. Denver airport. Mm-hmm. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, it, Google it because it's like this real, like it's yeah. heavy duty conspiracy theory um, stuff. And I thought, wait, maybe there's a reason it's the biggest airport by size. But exactly, I, maybe, it the is. guy, I don't know if this guy knew this for sure, and I never thought about this. He said, but you actually need more runway in Denver because the air is lighter; it takes longer for. Um, for airplanes to take off in Denver. That makes a lot of sense, actually. They also need all those bunkers for the Illuminati when the yes, world comes exactly. to end. Oh, my mm-hmm. gosh. Mm-hmm. Look it up. Look it up. Join it us up. next time. Um, don't ask about it some... when you're there. Yeah, no. yeah not when you're there. Bef- after you go, probably. If you're, if you're going to Denver soon, may not be a good idea to look that up. Because we want to <laughs> stay positive here. That's and right. So, um, right. 
we hope you have a great week. Uh, I hope you found some encouragement today. Um, know that we here at Cultivate Group um, value you. We appreciate what you do. We know what you do in the trenches and youth ministry and in ministry in general. And so um, we hope you find a, even if you're the down the dumps now, we hope you find something positive uh, in the next coming days that's going to give you some hope for for what you do and remind you why you got in this to start with. So thanks for listening as always. We'll see you next time on the Cultivating Ministry Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Cultivating Ministry Podcast. Strategies, resources, and conversations equipping leaders to cultivate healthy ministry environments. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to like, rate, and review our show wherever you get your podcasts. We would love to connect with you on social media, so follow Cultivate Group, that's C-U-L-T-I-V, the number eight group, on Instagram and Facebook. And check out our website at cultivategroup.org, that's C-U-L-T-I-V, the number eight, group.org. Thanks for listening. See you next time.